Packers get a win over the Carolina Panthers on a Saturday game, and a lot of things shake up for the Packers in the NFC playoff race. I'm Joey of Underage Packers. Welcome to episode 48. Hey, good. Let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Oh, somebody's been on Twitter. Um, hey. As always, joining me to recap all of that great stuff is a Big B. How you doing, Big B? What is going on? We are back in the room. Not back in the classic together. room. Iconic room right back. there, oh, of yes. course, with the ha ha Clinton Dix uh, banner right there. Today is his birthday, and I know he Happy might birthday. be one of the only Packers fans that still has his uh, support. <laughs> still, still rocking ha ha over here. Even though there we go. Happy. Yeah, so Big uh, B and I will be taking a look at all the things that happened this weekend with the Packers game, uh, how some things shook up for them, and what they are looking like right now. And we're even talking about the Super Bowl today, baby. Let's do it. Um, I don't know if Big B was expecting that, but let's do it. No. <laughs> Packers Jeez, week. Already, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's December. Well, we got to start now. Uh, Packers with an interesting game over the Carolina Panthers. Now, this first half, I love. The second half, I don't love. Um, now, yeah. Hopefully today we can make an effort to silence some, I'm not going to call them fake fans, but some haters, some deniers, some people that want to nitpick every little thing uh, and make presumed assumptions, you know? Um, So the Packers, this was a game, first half, everything was going for them. The second half, the Panthers made some adjustments and the Packers, uh, for the first time really this season, felt the pain of an injury. Uh, Injury hurt their team. Uh, And not that we were... Uh, hurting when we were out without Devontae Adams, without Aaron Jones. Uh, but without Corey Lindsley, this offensive line really struggled. Um, the Panthers have a really good uh, front seven there. Derek Brown, Brian Burns, who is uh, absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, it, it, there's just so much, uh, a lot of good pass rushers there. And the Packers struggled against that. Even David Bakhtiari uh, was struggling against a really fast pass rusher in Brian Burns. And Lucas you know, Pat- and you know the O-line. <laughs> Struggling when David Bakhtiari is struggling. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's going to be interesting. Um, how do you see, because the there's a lot of good front sevens in the league, so if, if our whole offense is demonstrated by a Panthers defensive line, uh, Buccaneers fast linebacker group, how do you think they solve this just with the Corey Lindsley issue? Until we get him back, how do we fix that issue on the offensive line? Um, I, I really don't know. I mean, I should know this since I'm an old lineman. I used to play a lot, but, um, I guess just, you just got to play faster. You got to prepare better. Got to get in the right mind mindsets. I guess that's probably the best thing to do. Yeah. The mindset thing I think is really important. This was such a Saturday game. You know, it's like, uh, Sunday, we were feeling all discombobulated. It's like, all right, is this Monday? What's going on here? We're focusing on a big opponent in the Titans. We're focusing on the first seed. Uh, so we're kind of lucky we came out with a win here, uh, considering how bad that was. My uh, consideration, my ticket to place in the suggestion box for Matt Lure would be starting John Runyon next week. Um, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I don't think there's a better answer at center for us at Elton Jenkins. But that left guard position is certainly hurting, and I think I think Lucas Patrick is a great offensive lineman. Um, just you know, when he's those were some really tough matchups for him, and I'm not I don't know how better John Runyon would do, but that was just an awful performance from Lucas Patrick. Uh, and that second half, Big B, do you think 
there was anything else besides that offensive line play uh, that was hurting the Packers? Oh, boy. Um, probably just trying to get momentum on offense. Yeah. I mean, it felt like the offense was dead again, um, yep. just like when we um, faced the Colts. Yeah. Just felt like one of those dead offensive second-half performance thingamabobs, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. I don't yeah. even know what I'm saying <laughs> anymore, but yeah. We've seen too many of those uh, from the Packers this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. They were trying too hard to just get that momentum instead of sticking to, to what was working with. What was trying that? To be, trying to be too cute on offense. Exactly. That, thing, that, that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, like, they lost the Saints a game against us. Football. You don't have to do these nice bubble screen bullshittery <laughs> too shit yeah, on offense. Exactly. And I, I get it. I get it. I get it was a game plan against the Panthers yeah. that we're going to have to get the ball out quick. They're going to play the short game. But it was just so frustrating seeing us doing these screens over and over again, the RPOs. Um, they just were not focused. I didn't – I don't know too much about RPOs. I, I couldn't tell you if that was bad decision-making on Aaron Rodgers' part. But you would think he's yeah. playing like an MVP. He's had – 15 years of veteran experience on his spelt. He should be able to make a read like that on an RPO. Um, I don't know. I don't like that game plan. I, w- I wish we could have stuck to Aaron Jones. And I know it would have got irritating, um, you know, to have a little bit of some growing pains, two yards runs here and there. But he, he kept on breaking them off for five yards. Um, now another thing about this game that really ticked me off here, uh, your boy Jamal Williams was uh, got out. I was injured in the first quarter, I believe. So yeah. we'll talk a little bit about uh, what that could mean for the future here um, going down the line. Um, and depression. Yeah. But the thing – so you take out Jamal Williams, and this is what Matt LaFleur talked about um, after the Eagles game that ended up in a Packers loss. Should have been a win uh, after the rest missed the P.I., but I'm not one to blame it on the refs. Um, but so Jamal Williams goes out. We're apparently planning to do even more of a split back, um, some handing off, splitting the carries. So Jamal Williams goes out. You have a second round draft pick. I don't care if this was a draft pick for the future. You have a second round draft pick on your bench. Put him out there. You give him one carry, goes for 18 yards, and he doesn't get a carry the whole game. I'm not buying what you're saying, Mr. LeFleur. Um, I know we're on good terms and everything, maybe not for first name basis yet, but I, I just don't understand this. He gets a carry for 18 yards and you're, you're saying uh, the offense never aligned for it. The situation never arose. The, the situation arose for wide receiver screens for two yards. I just don't get why we didn't get AJ Dillon more involved, why he hasn't been more involved all season. I get he's slowing in the system. But throw him out there. That's what you got to do when you have injuries. Next man up, call him up there. It shouldn't change your game plan that much. Uh, I don't know. That's just something frustrating to me. Um, and, yeah, it's, I there, there's a lot to talk about the A.J. Dillon pick, but I don't want to talk about the draft right now. I, I mean, <laughs> do you think A.J. Dillon should have got more carries uh, last Saturday? Um, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think he should have got it, but he clearly didn't. So I'm fine with that. I mean, we won. Yeah. So, but I, I can, I can see why people are frustrated. You know, yeah. we spent a second round pick on him. 
only gets one carry for 18 yards or yeah. whatever that which was absolutely phenomenal by the way exactly. that was that was great that made my night uh-huh stuff. but yeah. yeah you know I, yeah, I'd love to see more carries. We'll see uh, what he do, how Matt LeFleur plans to use him next year when uh, I'd be very shocked if both Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones are back at the very least. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. So uh, on the offensive side of things, that's where that's pretty much all we got to talk about there. Uh, on defense, so I the love – Let's go, baby. I love this game from the defense, man. I – like, okay, this is – if you – if Matt Mike Patton is going to a, another job, if he ever is getting an interview, just show him this tape. Don't show them anything else because this is exactly the plan of Mike Patton, and it, it's, it could win them games, all right? This is, this is probably the first time we bitch more about the offense than the defense. Yeah. But just saying. So get, Our whole get lifetime. Prepared. Yeah. Yes. It's get just prepared. so Mike Penn's plan here is we're going to let you get these five-yard gains, but we're not going to let you go down the field and score in a minute and a half. They did that. And the Panthers were only able to score twice in the whole second half. Absolutely huge. Um, also, I know you posted it on there, uh, kind of went viral on Twitter. Adrian Amos, round of applause for our safety right there. Um, I, know, I, t- I tweeted that and that's like blowing up and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so confused, but I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. I'm, that was a great game for him and he was real, uh, really all over the field. I mean, he's making tackles, uh, great in coverage, um, great, great in coverage, outstanding in coverage, getting all the pass deflections. Um, and I feel really confident about them right there. Uh, he's a hard the best, hitter as well. The best part about that, he's been playing like that all year. Yeah. And nobody has been saying anything. Like the media, of yeah. course, some Packer fans not even giving him some credit, which is mind-blowing. Yeah. So that's why I tweeted that because, like, he's freaking amazing. Adrian, Adrian <laughs> exactly. Amos is so good, but he just doesn't get the credit he deserves yep. on offense. Same with Darnell Savage. He's been playing yep amazing this year yeah yes i, I love, love it our i love it yeah. it's like so i, I rewatched the game yesterday and yeah it was just a great i don't i want to say it's a great coach game by mike Penn because defense it's hard to tell there's not a play call per se every play um yeah. but I, I love how they're using adrian amos i love how they're using darnell savage um i just love it all i love that defense um, and, you know, we got a big challenge coming up, and we'll talk that about that at a minimal amount a little bit later in the episode. Uh, but, yeah, I thought that was a great game by Adrian Amos. Uh, and the one defense. thing, one thing, okay. Mm-hmm. Got a bitch about one thing, all right. Um, Christian Kirksey mm. getting more snaps yeah. than, like, yeah. Chris Barnes and Kamal combined. Like, yeah. I next next week we got Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want more – Chris oh, Barnes, yeah. more um, Come on, Kamal Martin. Martin. Yeah. Ben Kirksey. Exactly. Yeah, I know Chris Barnes got an eye injury. I'm not sure how he did that. Um, but John Watson on him. Yeah, that was a great play uh, on the QB sneak, knocking that ball out. Just a heads up play by the defense right there. Yes. I, I wish Jair Alexander would have picked it up instead of Kevin Keene. Uh, Kevin King is slow as hell, by the way. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, he should have taken that to the house. That was uh, – Kevin Keene was a guy that a lot of people were going after after this game, and I can't blame him. Um, there was a yeah, lot of double moves. Yeah, 
there's a lot of double move routes from Robbie Anderson, who who is granted very talented, uh, yes. but he kind of he kind of killed us with that when he had the opportunity there. Um, Kevin, you know, he is what he is. He's not turning into anything special. He's a cornerback number two for us. Sometimes he's good. Sometimes he's below average. You know, that's what that's what you get from Kevin King right there. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about the defense in this game. Do you have any thoughts? Um, the Sedarius so got his 11th sack. Love to see it. Five sack of the year. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I read that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, um, I'm really excited going down the stretch how this defense performs. Oh, and another thing, I, I think we talked a little bit about this week, uh, last week. Dean the Machine Lowry, man. I don't know. I, I, I He wasn't too much of a star this game, but, man, he's just kind of average. But the, <laughs> the Eagles and the Lions game, he had some big plays right there. Yeah. So, like, And I think that was your guy. Uh, I think in final hyper where I asked you um, who's going to step up during the stretch. I would love it to be Dean the Machine Lowry. <laughs> Dean Lowry is like that guy that gets hated on so much, yeah. but he's like actually playing like solid. Yeah, exactly. But when he makes plays like that, it just makes me so happy. Exactly. Like, yeah. So happy. Yep. I love Dean Lowry. Yep. And that pass rush, I'm so excited for it. Um, I, I have a feeling there's a game here. Maybe it's Titans game. Maybe it's the Bears game. Maybe it's in the divisional round. Our pass rush is going to absolutely eat a quarterback alive. I'm so hyped for it. Um, let's talk about that here, though. So in the NFC this week, a lot of crazy things happening. There's a chance for more crazy things to happen, but uh, the Washington football team couldn't pull off a comeback here. Um, so the Rams losing to the New York Jets. The New York Jets losing Trevor Lawrence pretty much there. Um, yeah, that's wild. So the Packers, uh, obviously, as expected, the Chiefs beat the Saints. The Packers, all they have to do to clinch the first seed is a a win against the Tennessee Titans this week, have the Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my God. And the crazy thing is that can actually happen. It can very well happen. It can actually happen. It can actually happen. Like, the amount of playoffs team the amount of packer dominant packers teams we we've, we've witnessed the fact that they've made four nfc championships uh in the past decade zero have them in at lambeau field the, the the last nfc championship game to be at lambeau field was in 2007 and now there's a very good chance they could be the first seed and have the playoffs run through and like literally all well, they have hope, to do let's hope um 2007 doesn't transfer over yeah know? yeah yeah i think <laughs> i think rogers will be a little bit more smart with his overtime passes than brett Favre. but um next you know i just don't want it to go to overtime i can't take that from my heart right there but literally yeah, this yeah. is i mean right now like i i told you this is the best time to be a fan uh especially of the Packers because you know there might be a, a disappointing playoff uh awaiting us looming in the ballots but right now, they're 11-3, and three, baby. They're playing great football, you know, and they're a great position to win the Super Bowl. I'm so excited for it. Like, I mean, how crazy is this? We're two. All we have to do to get to the Super Bowl is win the next two games, win two games at Lambeau, and we're in the Super Bowl. Seems I'm crazy. not saying it's easy, <laughs> but I'm saying it's it's simple, you know. Yeah. Um, five more to go, Big B. 
Oh my God. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this Titans game here. We'll, uh, and then we'll get our final thoughts out and probably wrap it up there. So the Titans, obviously Derrick Henry. Now I've already seen so much crap on Derrick Henry. Now look, He's going to run over us. Is the run defense a, a weakness for the Packers? Yes. Is Derrick Henry going to rush for over 100 yards? Probably. Has he done that against every single team this season? Yes. So when Derrick Henry rushes for 120 yards, let's not act like it was a abysmal performance from the Packers defense. That's all I'm saying. Word. And, you know, everybody's going to be after Mike Bennett. It's like, you know. Let's... Like it's like Derrick Henry's gonna kill at least four people on our defense. Exactly. Like, I'm expecting that. Yeah. And everyone should expect that. Yeah. So the game plan for us is pretty much like what you say all season. Get off to a fast start. Don't let Derrick Henry beat you. Don't yeah. don't give him the time to run out the clock and have Derrick Henry go on ten minute drives for a touchdown. You know, um, I'm excited for the offense this week. The Titans have the worst pass defense in the league as of last week, at least. I'm so excited for Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams to eat. Uh, and, and we this, could. And really... this could be the game yep. where MVP Aaron Rodgers clinches Let's the MVP. Do it. We're clinching the first seed. We're clinching the MVP. We're clinching the Super Bowl this week. Let's, Let's go. go. Uh, I'm super hyped for it. Uh, Sunday night football. And then the week 17, we are going to be. Uh, uh, destroying and ruining all Bears fans' dream with the Tim Boyle Laser Show. I'm super excited. Best time to be a football fan. Best time to be a Hackers fan. These next two weeks are super exciting. Not only because there's great football, because, uh, but also because your two favorite podcasters are having a big guest this Thursday with Weston Hackwitz on uh, to talk about his job, how the Packers are doing this season, as well as a big game on Sunday night. Uh, we will talk to you then. We hope you have a great Christmas week, but thanks everybody for watching. Go Pack Go!